0: Naturally, if you hear this meeting, if you hear the talk and you go to other talks, you're probably going to think they're all the same. And maybe they are. I don't know. But what motivated me was they were all the same. And I didn't feel like a certain part was being emphasized. I don't know if I had heard it or not, but it definitely wasn't emphasized. And this is sort of like the prologue after the parable of the sheep and the lion the old parable. We that was the first video we ever made was the sheep and lion video. Because it was this important. Yeah. You know? And at least the way it downloaded here. Can you hear me? Everyone's there? Yes? Yeah. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm muting everybody too. Oh
0: yeah, that would be good. Yeah. Good. Start. So this parable of the sheep and lions, I'll give you a syn- short synopsis of it. There's a mother lion and a cub and they're roaming around. The cub obviously depends on the mother. The mother gets killed. The cub is often it's roaming around, doesn't know what's going on, falls upon a herd of sheep. He he doesn't see them as a as prey or anything. He just starts moving towards them, and the sheep are a little worried because they see it's a lion, but then they realize it's not demonstrating any lion behavior, and so they it gets adopted into the herd of sheep. And now it starts living for all intents and purposes as a sheep. Yeah. Oh, well, it can't see itself. So all it sees is sheep. Everyone, you know, there's sheep here, sheep there, sheep everywhere. So basically, and he's listening to the concerns of the sheep and getting into those concerns and felt weird because its hair was straight and everyone else's was, you know, fucking curly. And you know, it would look at a female sheep really wanting to eat it probably, but it's like, do I like her or not? And then goes out with one of the sheep. And it's, you know, and it becomes, and they have babies and they look weird, but they rationalize it in a way. And he just becomes for no, you know, he doesn't have any other possibility, he just lives as a sheep. And he's doing pretty good. Uh, according to the sheep world yeah he's an elder now and all the other sheep respect him because it's pretty big yes and he's like uh yeah so one day a a lion come on in bro here is another lion coming in Mm -hmm. one day a lion comes into the savannah and sees the herd of sheep and starts chasing them to eat something and it sees out of the corner of its eye the other the, the other lion Yeah, it's still young. And the other lion he thinks is joining the hunt, but he realizes it's running with the sheep. And so he gets curious, so he he forgets the sheep and he runs after the young lion, tackles the young lion. The young lion rolls on its back, looks at it, knows it's a lion and says, oh, Mr. Lion, please don't eat me, I'm a humble sheep. The old lion's a little perplexed, just grabs it by the back, drags it to the water hole, Sticks both their heads out, and the young lion sees the image of the old lion and recognizes its image, yes. They're lions, yeah? and so it gets whacked. whack, it gets whacked, it gets that it's a lion. It doesn't matter how long it thought it was a sheep, it didn't matter if it thought it was a sheep forever, and he came from a sheep lineage, there was a recognition immediately that it was a lion, because it saw a lion, I'm a lion, bam, yeah, and that's the end of the parable now this is where we come in because we don't see there's an end at that point of the parable it leads to something else that isn't directed or talked about yet yeah? and that something else is first of all the old lion's going to leave sooner or later they're not always going to be near a pole a pond or a reflective object to see itself yeah and uh It's going to have to go somewhere. And what happens is when it starts moving away from the pond, the the programming, the sheep programming kicks in and now casts the revelation that it's a lion as an experience the sheep had. Now, this, to me, was more profound and more important than the parable of the sheep and the lion. Yeah. Because the point is, you are a lion no matter what. See, no matter what, it can live as a sheep, it can think it's a sheep, it's, it's a lion. That's the fact. There's no, doesn't matter if it believes it or not, it's a fact, yeah? The important thing is not that it's a lion, it's to point out that it's not a sheep, yes? Yeah? Because what it's hearing and it's been listening to for quite a while is a programming that it's a sheep, Yeah. So whatever light brings about to it, that that head, that narrative is going to claim the contact and imply or put it back into the story that it's a sheep, yeah? And it's a stubborn mental and it's mechanical. And it's not based on the lion. The lion isn't doing it in a certain way. It's not like it's doing this with the on and off switch, yeah? It's mechanical. The switch is going on and off. Yeah. So it's not the lion that's doing the sheep, it's a programming of being a sheep that the lion is listening to. Yeah. Now it's been listening to it for so long, it believes it's it talking to it. Yeah. So that which it's not talks to it as if it is. And we live as if that is. And then when that which we're not describes how it feels, we attempt to say it's that's how I feel. When it's really, we have no fucking clue usually. Yeah. yeah. I do not believe we're great. Uh, uh, we're not that informed around feelings, let's say. So some people will mistake ang- excitement as anxiety and the opposite anxiety as excitement. Yeah. Some people they feel a little bad, the head says they're entering a lifelong depression. You know, it's just it's just a strange. And because feelings don't seem to have a start or an end, they just sort of something coagulates and then uncoagulates, it can't recognize anything like that. So it just, whatever it meets, it packages it, puts a title on it, this is beef or whatever, it gets to the next thing. And in the naming and giving form to everything, it neuters everything, in a sense. So this, this stubborn uh, claiming of whatever's happening to, refer back to the sheep which is the self-centeredness or let's call it sheep-centeredness so in the sheep-centeredness everything that is brought into by our system of knowing and perceiving and whatever is seen as how it pertains to the sheep the sheep that we're not and it can basically in time override the fact that you're a lion why check it out it is you don't have to have have to look that much farther. You just look right where you're sitting, yeah? And this isn't about the mechanical action stopping or doing anything about it because that's part of the problem is when you get engaged with it and you attempt to change it, you're giving it a reality it doesn't start with, yeah? Because we are reality as the lion that's giving reality to the idea of being the sheep. Not knowing that's happening, but that's what's happening. Yes, so when I heard that parable, we did it the first time because the interesting part to me is what happens when the young lion leaves the old lion and leaves that pond, yeah? And doesn't have an understanding that that which arises and starts talking to it may not be it. It just, it's in a habit of just listening to it after it claims, and you can see it. If you've ever had an event that they call an epiphany it usually ends with the thought, I'm having an epiphany. Yeah, it's just the way it goes. A peak experience becomes neutered as soon as there's a claiming of the peak experience. Now we see the claiming, but what does the claiming imply? The claiming implies that you're a sheep. Yeah, it denies you're a lion that had a peak experience, it has you as a sheep that had a peak experience. So it not only neuters the peak experience, it, it uses it to reinforce the idea of being a Shiva. Yeah, so I found this was extremely important. I was going to satsang and I wasn't hearing it. And I started, you know, of course, when you go to satsang and non-duality, inevitably you're gonna be introduced to writings of Raman Maharshi's teachings usually. He's like the godfather of non-duality. So if you engage in non-duality, someone's going to, hey, the collected talks or something, you're going to usually see the Nizigadat or a Mahashi, one of them. And when you read, and he didn't write, he only wrote, I think, once in his own dialect. A lot of people that was hanging out with Ramana wrote about his teachings, and they were quite clear, right? And no matter how they wrote about it, there were certain things that were always in it. And they were usually were prefaced as the greatest mystery or the problem, or they made they put that there was a huge importance given to it, and it explained why he didn't believe much in spiritual practices because he believed I feel humbly, you know, let's just say I believe that this great statement that he uses to describe a prior condition that's in in there without us knowing it, which is. There is a pre So when something is assumed to be like Sears Roebuck is going to be open on Saturday, I act as if it's so. I drive over there to go and it's closed. And when I look at the door, it says closed Saturday. So it wasn't like I was misled. I just assumed something that wasn't true. If I went to their website, they weren't misleading me. Oh, come Saturday, ah, closed. It said closed. So I assumed something that wasn't true. There was an action on it. And then I get frustrated. What the fuck? They're not open. But they didn't tell me they were open. I told me they were open. Yeah. So a supposing and assuming is very suggestive. And this is what the mental state is doing. And this is trippy because they use the word pre in there. Presupposed. You don't usually see presupposed when you're talking about an assumption or supposing. You don't see it as a presupposing. That's fucking trippy, and that is definitely of time. So he's saying, in the in the in the conceiving and and in the, the head giving birth to this idea of you, the you that you're not. This is seemingly how it happens. There's a presupposing a non-existent thing. Now, if you had passed away right now and your body was here, we would very clearly see that body was a non-existent thing. Yeah, We'd see the thing still, but there would be no demonstration of existence. And the only way we could see it as an existent thing would be memory because it's dead. Yeah. And it's turned it's the story has been revealed that it's a non-existent thing. I had it so strongly with my uncle Fred. It was just a whack when I was young. Again, you know, when you were young and people died in your family, you were brought to a funeral. You didn't want to be there or awake. And you're like 10 or 11. You're like not interested in at all. And you, what I used to hate is when I went there, when I went there uh, for other people's, you know, situations and kids would be talking about The other people, I hated the idea that they were talking about my father. When my father died, I refused to go to the wake with the school because I knew what kids would be doing. I didn't like that idea, yeah? So this idea of going wasn't something I looked forward to. So they brought me there, Uncle Fred's dead, yeah? My mother says, hey, you wanna say goodbye to Uncle Fred? I go, not really, but come on. Brings me up to the casket, it's open. I look in and it was obvious that ain't Uncle Fred. I mean, the body that represented Uncle Fred to me was there, but now the existence that I was being fooled by wasn't there. And it was obvious Uncle Fred was what? A non-existent thing. The thing was still there, but there was no existence to be found, yes? So this is what they're saying. There's a presupposing of a non-existent thing, a body, being what? An existent thing. So there's a mix-up. We're not recognized that the existence is coming through us. It's not, we're not the source of the existence. The body is not what's producing the life or the living, yeah? Something is living through the body. It's important because if you think the hose is is the one that is making the water, you're going to fucking go into a weird cult of hosism or something, you know, the hose, the hose. And it's not going to, without water, it's not fucking hosing. (laughs) Yeah. So the body, the body is like a hose. Without the water of existence, it's a fucking (laughs) (laughs) you see right through it what the fuck i mistook it i thought it was the water exactly and this is what happened i saw uncle fred just the way i saw paul i saw paul as a body mistaking the existence as the thing and therefore i saw uncle fred as a body mistaking the existence as a thing So I have, we've lived this statement. Every one of us has lived this. Every one of us has lived it. If you just let it land, it will describe a lot to you. So presupposing of what? A non-existent thing. Okay, what's what's being presupposed? The non-existent thing is not being presupposed. The presupposing of a non-existent thing as being existing, see? So there's a presupposing of the non-existent thing, not the non-existent thing. Let's just say the non-existent thing is an appearance, yeah? Here it is. Without existence, it appears. With existence, it appears, Yeah, But the non-existent thing appearing as an existent thing. You see it? This happens way before you've ever thought. This happened way before everything. The head's first conception is a presupposing of the non-existent thing as an existent thing. It has a system of interpretation, it has a a nice loops of narrative, and it's just ready to play the song of I, Me, Mine, and just over and over and over again. It's just waiting, just hit that button, but first there has to be a presupposing of the non-existent thing as existing or you won't buy the fucking Golden Oldies, you won't. <laughs> it's very important. These things are built this way. So non-existent thing, this is non-existent. Another great master post says whatever can be perceived, non-existent things cannot be that which is perceiving existence. So existence through a non-existent thing. So the head, the paw is conscious. No, it ain't. Yeah. Consciousness may be coming through, but the body is not conscious. Yeah. The body doesn't have an attribute. Oh, I'm, I'm awake. No, the body is not awake. It's a non-existent thing. It appears to be awake when existence moves through it. Take the existence out. You may have believed Uncle Fred was Uncle Fred for 50 fucking years, or for me, it was nine years. As soon as I saw the dead body, I knew it wasn't Uncle Fred. Erased nine years of presupposing Uncle Fred was a body. What like that in a second. I mean, it was like a giant chalkboard, just a tsunami of eraser just took it all off. I was like, what? Yeah, this is how it happens, like a thief in the night you hear something and it hits and it causes an avalanche. And then your little seismic mountain ranges of mentality get moved. They do. And then something that may have been blocking your vista, now you see. And as soon as you see, you realize it had no ability to block anything. That's what you always find out, always. So presupposing a non-existent thing being an existent thing you follow you follow it it's very simple yes yeah. okay now the head is playing the story of being an existent thing yeah and it's seeing a lot of other seemingly existent things and we're just reaffirming each other while calling oh paul 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 jim bill blue, bow. yeah 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 and we think we're uniquely special no existent things but the same existence is moving all of us yes There's not eight existences. There's not, this is a a paleo, whatever, Neanderthal exists. No, existence is on this. It's just on this. It's not nine different ones, you know what I mean? Doesn't have colors or qualities, okay? So he's explaining this, okay? We follow it. He says, this is happening in the head before you're aware of anything. There's a presupposing of the thing, the non-existent thing, being an existent thing, and now the existent thing wants to get salvation for it. So you want to become free, not from you, but as you. This is the dilemma. This is the big stubborn hiccup. Yeah. The head does not get this. The head believes it can be free as the head. It doesn't realize it's the obstruction, it doesn't. It, it will see everyone else, but it doesn't. So he says, okay, if this is the case, which he says this is the case, this presupposing your spiritual practices themselves, your spiritual practice, not saying spiritual practices themselves, spiritual practices are like anything else, they're really neutral. And what what's seemingly doing them or engaged with them is where the meaning of them is coming to from. Yes. So spirituality is just like walking the dog if a spiritual act. It's the meaning comes from the idea of who or what is engaged in it. Yeah. Yeah. So it says, okay, you're that shows that this non-existent thing as an existent thing is engaged with them. Yeah. So now the misunderstanding. Is practicing spirituality as an existent thing. And when it does, those spiritual practices are reinforcing the unmisunderstanding. They keep reinforcing that you're the one that's becoming spiritual as an, an existent thing, which you're not. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how correct you are when it comes after a mistake, the mistake is going to affect. Everything that comes after and what comes after is probably not going to correct the mistake. As it says right there, it says your spiritual practices will be reinforcing the non-existent thing. How can they destroy it? That means the first point or the 800th point. That's what's happening. And he was so sure that was happening. He said, forget about all this. We're going to have self-inquiry. We're going to ask this non-existent thing, who is it? And we're gonna ask it from the non-existent thing. So the one who's asking is the non-existent thing in the state of being existing is gonna ask the non-existent thing in the state of existing, who am I? And when there is no answer, they both get negated. So the questioner and the one who we're seeking an answer from freeze and there you are. <clears throat> you're not seen as a thing, you're not seeing it from a thing, you're now in the reality of non-thing. Body or not body, yes? The non-existent thing who's saying, who am I, and waiting for a response, and the non-existent thing that goes, me, neither of them are us, boom, there you go. Now you're seeing, completely aware, with no things. But
2: I'm lost, can I know this? You're saying he said this. What are you? Oh, I'm
0: um, just at? what? He says what? Whatever. Oh, the saying. head. I'm just pointing at something. I don't know who is oh, saying it or whatever. Oh, Ramana. Ramana, Ramana, Ramana Maharshi. Yeah. So, this, this one statement I've seen many times in his teachings in different ways. Yeah. And then the other one is the greatest mystery, which is a high level of statement. Yeah the greatest mystery being ourselves reality is we're we're seeking reality. We're attempting to attain reality as reality itself. How could that get any leg or how could it get any movement unless you were taking yourself to be something else? Yes? For reality to seek reality, there would have to be a condition in place to cause that to make sense to reality. So reality would be Hmm. The existence, yeah, now clothed in a non-existent thing, and that existence clothed in this idea of the non-existent thing is now seeking reality, all the while being reality, not as the non-existent thing, but as the existence. Yeah, beautiful. So basically, you don't have to add a damn thing, just look at what's happening, just see how this is built, recognize it and let the chips fall where they may. And hopefully they'll be a thoroughly, you'll be convinced to such, to a point where the constant building of the artifice won't have a foundation anymore. All of its stories won't be sound. They'll have a bogusness to them and their their weight will fall out. Yes, they'll just fall out because they need this, This idea that the non-existent thing is the existent thing to catch. And that mistake is the fundamental foundation of the whole story that precedes it, comes after it, all of it. And all of it is resting on this idea that you completely at the effect of existence is the one that's existing as the body. It's the the whole thing is premised on that when that is weakened, it weakens what can be put on it. Yes, it's instead of trying to figure out how I can unload the truck every day, you won't be able to receive all that weight because the floor will fall, F-L-O-O-R, the floor will collapse because you just don't have the belief in it anymore. You've seen it and now, now from seeing it, The understanding that arises is so fucking crisp and clear compared to the fundamental bogusness of the one you've been living, it's undeniable, the difference. Yeah. And then you see the you see the mental logic in action and it's based totally on an insane point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And therefore, when it fails, it makes complete sense now. Instead of before, it would frustrate me. Why can't I get this? Why? Because you are it that's why you can't get it yeah why can't i arrive there because you never left this doesn't the head doesn't mm-hmm. equate this yeah because even when it's looking for it's the experience of its own as it for its own absence it, that's not how it works so you know i saw uncle fred as an the non-existent thing the whole fucking charade just collapsed for that second. Now, of course, it got rebuilt quickly because I was nine years old, but I never forgot it, ever. And I've forgotten tons of shit in this life. I never forgot that sudden whack because it was so crisp and it was like like fucking... Like how they cut uh, prosciutto super thin, you know, just perfectly put and nothing to say, but... Later on, the realization of why I saw Uncle Fred that way is because I was looking from that same condition. I, the head had it sewed up that existence verified Paul as a body. Where the body would not verify itself, the mistaking of existence as being a body that existed verified itself, yeah? And then when that fell through with Uncle Fred, because the body that was being used to verify itself needed existence for it to happen. When the existence was there, the gig was, wasn't there, the gig was done. You could see it because there was the non-existent thing in all of this non-existent splendor. (laughs) Yes. Let these things hit you. This isn't this isn't like sand. This isn't shore and water mixing. Your mental shore gets hit by these big waves and it erodes. This understanding that stubbornly clings to the idea that what's looking is what's looking, yeah? which it isn't. Whatever can be perceived and called, oh, that's what's looking ain't because whatever can be perceived cannot be that which is perceiving. This is the fundamental negation of non-duality, right at the core. You can't go back and do it. You see it now, because you never went anywhere. You are always before the wedding of the existence with the non-existent. You're before it. You're not of duality. And this is what they shout, not to. We are not the wedding of existence and non-existence. Yeah. Something that non-existence can appear to exist through existence, yes? And the mental state has a fundamental flaw. It believes the thing is what's existing. And it lives for the thing. And now the thing wants to get salvation, but the salvation would be from the thing. But now it's got salvation as something the thing is going to get. This is why it never works. You know, you hear about the party, you you, hear it's great, you get there, it sucks, just the way it goes. So you are giving everything all the meaning it has, that ain't gonna stop, you just see it. You see, oh, you give everything all the meaning it has. Wow, yeah, then you you see a lot of shit. And then what what you can see is the seeing of it all, yeah. (laughs) The awareness cannot—you cannot become aware of the awareness. The awareness—you may become conscious of awareness. In other words, you come to to the fact, but awareness is not aware of awareness. Awareness is awareness. Yes, yeah. And so, what's before every thought, every idea, every belief, every assumption, every existing thing, every non-existent thing has been that—that that awareness. Yeah. You can't go any farther. So what happens? Ramana would say, that's where you put the ball down, and then Grace picks it up. If you're going to go anywhere, if you're going to have a seat assignment to talk, maybe that will happen. If you're not going to have a seat assignment, save your breath. You may need it later. Yes, you won't have to talk so much. Yes, maybe you'll paint or shit, or become a shoe cobbler or whatever, but you'll put everything into it. It'll be beautiful. you like always, you're never not going to be here. Yeah, you're always here. Always, no matter what your head says, no matter what your head declares, it's not a fact, yeah? It's always wanting to plant its little flag and it's the the soil, there's no soil there. It's all relying on a misunderstanding of what's existing and what's not existing. And Hawaiian Post tried to help us by saying, whatever can appear, whatever can be seen is not what's seen. A pretty fucking good ruler. I mean, any moment in life, you could pull that out and just <laughs> whatever can be perceived, can't be perceiving. Because the head, <laughs> the head hears that. Two minutes later, going ahead, it doesn't get it. It keeps yapping that what can be perceived is what's perceiving. Don't you understand why shit goes the way it goes?
3: Can I ask you a question?
0: Hold on one second like the course in miracles says you're never upset for the reason you think now you believe it or not but that's the statement out of the course you're never upset for the reason you think wow yes all right We have yeah. a question Yeah. Anyway. what 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 are you aware of you what i aware of yeah i'm aware of you but you is not aware
3: say that again what'd you say
0: i'm aware of a you but you is not aware
3: no i said what are you, what are you aware of
0: i don't know right now a lot like i what? could go in gothic detail or no,
3: well don't go into gothic just tell me what you're aware of
0: i'd have to give you a lot of detail
3: give me one detail
0: Ali. Say that again. Ali Ali. Yeah, he's a person sitting in front of me. Okay.
3: All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Now let me ask you one more question. Does, does, right. it, does everybody here understand what you're talking about? I'm just curious. About 25. No 40 people. Uh, do they? I mean, who, does everybody agree with him? You know, you've been talking for thirty-five minutes. What what are about all these other people? Don't they have something to say?
0: Uh I don't know. They have they can put up their virtual hand.
3: Well, why don't they just do it? You know, I like to hear what other people I guess
0: say. because they want to hear me. Oh, well yeah, we usually know. do that after Paul's done. Oh, I see.
1: I okay. haven't expl- been explained to about the format of this where we do listen to him talk and then he takes questions. That's the way this meeting has worked.
3: Okay, some of us, you know, we have other things besides questions too. Yeah,
4: no, there's- he also started by asking if anyone had any topic he wanted him to speak about and
0: no one said anything.
3: Okay, okay, I'm just interested, all of you have been sitting around here listening to him talk for all this time.
0: Yeah, and and he does say questions after he's done talking.
3: All right, you know, some formats are subject to change.
1: Sure, (laughs) but I don't know that that's going to happen right now. But you're welcome to submit your your question. I'm not,
3: I'm not submitting anything.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, then, actually, I've been talking, and now you're talking. No. All right. Anyone else, Mike?
1: Yeah, Jonathan Love put his hand up.
0: Jonathan Love. Yeah, hi Paul. Can you hear me? Hey. Yes, you
2: can hear me. Oh, okay. Yes. Can we um, can hear? You. Yeah, yeah. I like how you explained the "Who am I" thing because I've never heard it put that way. Where this thing is asking this thing, and what is that thing asking? Yeah. It and I never heard it put that
0: way. And I—it's out there in Ramana's stuff. You can find it in a few places where where he, oh, where uh, he Haley, explains it that uh, way. Yeah, that the oh. asker and the asked are neither, neither of them are us. Yeah, yeah, which I and thought it, was very cool. I had never heard it either.
2: Yeah, and yeah. the other part um, was like you talk about the mechanical nature of like the the thought yeah um and i i was just looking back at that and i was looking at you know the bodies of nature and i was looking at like a, a baby you know it just it st- it wants to breastfeed it wants to acquire and then it starts to you know learn things and it, it's it's just like nature and i was thinking everything's eating itself like plants are eating light and using carbon to build these you know structures and and so that that this this fog of frequencies that we're tuned into that and that that thing asking who am i because i did everything it's here is corruptible right everything is even even corrupt well even i mean like light um like if you go in a closet and you light a candle and snuff it out i mean it it just it's gone so everything's like it's like a threshing machine of you know i don't i don't know what it's doing but that thing asking who am i is is this um light show it's just all part of the the natural mix of frequencies so awareness awareness behind it having you drop back to experience you know you can get it back and then the sense of i exist so that's the thing asking who am i but behind that because i had i had it, i've had you know things change i my on my path <laughs> but my you know that see there it is it's talking right <laughs> um but it, it's like you know i say you can't say anything about it but it was it was just like i got a taste of like everything was okay in it but it was just like it was like a fisheye kind of feeling sense it's just like whoa and then this thing starts you know doing all occult knowledge and you know and you know it's it every every time like i I feel I have the peak experience that this thing just starts up and i'm yeah, you know the buzzing in the ear and the ringing and all that starts up, and then then I'm okay, and then it's like I always hit turbulence every time I
0: feel that yeah. I've seen the light, so to speak. Yeah. But the thing is, again, let's say you I, would say, let's say the the calmness of light, and then the turbulence there's a negation of that because that's the duality, yes? So you find peace, not in the light uh, away from the turbulence, but underneath them all, yeah? So uh, your peace isn't completely based on if it's not turbulence or turbulence, Yeah, you know? Your mental peace may be based on if it's turbulent, but there's an underlying conditions that I think are unsuspected that you fall into, you don't know how you can't travel there because they're right where you are, but they're unsuspected. And then by looking in a certain way, things that are unsuspected become suspected. Yeah. And then they have. They produce effects. And then your belief of any kind of rigidity of knowing and not knowing in this and that gets weakened. Yeah. So you, you really are brought to a, a don't know as a. a as your traveling mechanism. Now you may know a lot of stuff about things, but under underlying it all, you just don't know what's going on, and you don't have any interest in it really. You the interest that you had has been sufficient enough to lead you not to have much interest in anything anymore. To me, is which is success. Yeah, yeah, a lost interest. Interest is really see if you're if there's a lot of interest you can't imagine you having a loss of interest because you're looking at it from a lot of interest yeah it's an effect that happens you don't practice it you lose yeah. a lot of interest in things that used to be your boys in life and how you uh, seemingly stayed afloat with all these ideas there's a loss of interest in all those false. Um, like crutches and then you just like the emperor with no clothes you're just like naked in a certain way and that which you used to rely on or know or try to get or have a handle on uh you're okay with no grabbing no touchy no grabbing yeah, you just yeah. and then it provokes uh You know, enjoying peace of mind and knowing that peace of mind is there to be enjoyed are almost the same thing. So at, at at a given moment, you may be in what you would call the act of enjoying peace of mind, but there's a knowledge that there's peace of mind to enjoy at all times. Yes, this is the beauty of it. Not all goes up into the surface and helps your experience, but it allows uh, these things to pass, yeah. As we say, this too shall pass, and they do. And you see the finiteness of so many things you took offense at or got affected by from an infiniteness, which gives you an invulnerability you can't have with armor here, or mindfulness, or shit like that. It gives it you an invulnerability because you're not gonna get knocked out by the punch. You're gonna get punched, but you're not gonna get knocked out, which was the fear usually, you know? Oh, I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna blow the whole thing. No, you're not gonna blow anything. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how to describe it. It's more of a feeling over time, you can feel it like that. So there's, there's a knowledge, there's peace of mind, and then at times you're enjoying peace of mind. But the knowledge of peace of mind, isn't based on the enjoying of peace of mind, it's there. So when there's turbulence, there's still an underlying peace of mind instead of everything is turbulent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In other words, one appearance doesn't take up the whole screen. Nothing takes up the whole screen. There's always space. There's always space there. No matter how many things you put in there, there's still space, yeah? And that space is the big influence. Yeah, And I don't know how it can come about with you as the non-existent thing. I just don't <laughs> see it. Yeah? This is why yeah. I feel some people ran into the end of it and they said, no more practices. Just ask who is it that wants to practice because that's the only way. They, it, yeah, it, that's it. The yeah. aspect of the you. Yeah. yeah. I, the thank one you. who asked yeah. and the one being yeah. asked. Yeah. Because yeah. then... When see when one pole is underemphasized, the emphasis goes to the other pole. So the one who's asking or the one who's being asked are each sharing emphasis. When they're both negated, the emphasis on, is on space, is on what we are, which is no thing. Yes, this mm-hmm. is the dilemma. Why it's not one or the other? It's not two. Non-duality is not two you can't over you can't underemphasize one and oversize the other it's not going to lead to peace yeah so when you when the, the idea of view gets objectified there's an emphasis on the subjective view now looking at it they both go that's the point it's non duality it's not wrong singularity You got to be on this side because that side sucks. No, it's not wrong singularity. It's non-duality. Yeah. And there is two. There is that which seems to be and the reaction to that. Yes. There's something in your head that's talking to something as not you. I mean, do you see thoughts projected on foreheads? No. There's There's an audience that's trying to be captured by the head. The head is using every trick in the books to have the audience pay attention to it. What is that audience? There's not, I don't see anyone in the seats, but it's a huge audience. There are no things. Yeah, the head is talking to no thing in a sense. And it wants to, it wants to, Manufacture consent that it's a thing, basically. And without knowing it, we'll we obviously willingly give it the consent. And then some of us it's been too fucking much. Yeah. And something was seen that hey, something's going off here. If the thought system I'm relying on is happening now, but its reliance is on yesterday and tomorrow, that's a big fucking suspicious fucking event. You know, I'm supposedly here wanting to harvest what's ever here, and my head is planting crops from yesterday and tomorrow. Wouldn't it be nice to have it sort of lined up at all? So then you start seeing big holes. Other people are happy, great. Yeah, I wish I could just go to on a picnic and then watch four games of football, you know, till nine at night and then eat a big salami fucking hero and whatever else, go over the scores. Maybe I could do that for a day or two, but something's going to happen. Yeah, I'm a, I want to know what's going on. Like, you know, what's going maybe, on? Maybe
5: there's
3: somebody else has a question. I'd like to hear yeah. some other. them.
0: Who is this who's speaking? Let's bring him on again. Who's I'm this right, guy?
3: I'm right, I'm right here. Right what's here. your name? David Page.
0: David Page. Yes, Why sir. did you come here today?
3: I came here because Miles suggested it.
0: Miles So, uh, so
3: you know maybe what?
0: if you you're not what? happy You know him my uh, David, if you're not happy, the door's open. Just go. I,
3: I understand. I understand.
0: All right. Yeah. So if you're if you're if you want to participate.
3: I'm participating
0: and participate. If you have a obligation. I'm suggesting, some, I'm, 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 suggesting some,
3: I'm suggesting someone else speak for a while. I'd like to know what the rest of these we took
0: your are. suggestion and we'll we'll uh, have What's we'll for? consider it later. Well, let's consider well there it. is there's somebody else with their hand up. So John has got his hand up and has been waiting patiently to go. Like to hear somebody else. John has his hand up and David Page. Hold on a second. I want to go back to David. David, go on YouTube. Look at someone else's speaking, and then and then listen to that. All right. You just said what you said. You want to listen to someone else? Go to someone else's no, website.
3: I want to hear someone else in this group.
0: You're not. A, you're not the boss, David. I'm not. I'm just saying what I like. I can't force it.
6: All right. Yes. Well, who's who's next? Yeah. John S. And then oh, just John here, yeah, Colin from Ireland. I'm in my office. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. I Yeah, um, I just came for the laugh, literally for the laugh, and I mean that sincerely when I say that. It's it's, it's a, a lot of a lot of what went on this evening went over my head, but what never goes over my head is your laugh. And it's the yeah. it's, it's the because that is that's for that me the point. Now that is the non-duality is that laugh when you can laugh at the <laughs> you know uh, not you're not making fun of any you're just you just it's the it's the it's yeah. the real self the, the the true self laughing at the false self and I, every time I hear you laugh that for me is a cue shut up John listen 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 and I just. I'm just in the right place. Perhaps I haven't understood a lot tonight, but I'm in the. I know, not not intellectually, but just in a in a place. I can't explain it, but I'm. Yeah. I just know I'm in the right place. Thank you very much, Paul. I appreciate your your your. Thank you. Thank That's you, all John. I have to say.
0: And listen, yeah, we're gonna put out uh, a compilation of our golden oldie laughs. Yeah, we'll just have laugh for an hour. We're gonna send it to you, John. Yeah, yes. Just laughing. Yeah. Uh, all right. Now anyone else? Jeffrey. Jeffrey has his hand up, I think. You're muted, Jeffrey. Still muted. Jeffrey, we can't hear you.
1: He's trying to figure it out.
0: All right. There you go. Can you hear me now?
1: Yep. Yes.
4: Okay. So I was at a funeral recently and when you were talking about that, you know, it was it was my ex-wife's father, but I, I was there. I knew a lot of the people. So when I walked in, you know, and I, I said hello to the people and wished everyone my condolences. And then I came closer to the casket and there was a bunch of pictures of her father up on the wall. And I was looking at that, and I was standing right next to the casket, and I think she found it strange because she said to me, do you want to say goodbye to Fred? You know, Fred was her father. And I looked over at the casket, and I said, you know, that's not Fred.
0: Uh, Exactly
4: what you were talking about. You just look, you say, that's not Fred. Like Fred was this guy who was bigger than life and all a bunch of stuff, but this was just that body that wasn't really anything. But my but you know, I've been struggling with non-duality because my mind wants to define this thing, you know, what it is, and it's ineffable. So here's my this is not really a question, but just maybe this will stimulate some talk. When I look at the pictures, that was Fred. Even though the pictures were just you know if you break that down you put a microscope they're little digital dots on a piece of paper but they look like Fred the body didn't look like Fred so what is it and it's this it thing like what is it that makes that body Fred let's say if and I, and I, I can photograph it but I can't yeah I can describe it.
0: But a lot of times when you look at pictures in when someone's in action, you sort of catch that uh what would you call it, the esprit, the spirit of whatever. Yes. Yeah, so you there's a there's a scent or a lingering of that, and that's what is triggered, yes. So it's not the picture, it's the picture uh triggering a a movement, a recognition of a movement. So you're seeing fretting you know, when he was verbing, yeah, which is really the movements of the non-existent thing are driven by existence. So this is the closest way we can see the existence is in the actions that are happening because they're being compelled by existence, Mm -hmm. yeah. And so, yeah, usually I remember my mother not sitting quietly, but when she was at the beach with us, Taking us into the water. So when I see pictures of my mother at the beach, that's the liveness of my mother to me. Yeah. Not the body, but what we were doing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But I mean, re- I truly believe there's that which we are is indescribable, unknowable, incomprehensible. Yeah. And if there's a drive, to know and comprehend and describe, why not describe what's describable, know what's knowable and comprehend what's comprehensible. And that is mental activity and stuff. You can understand it, yes? Mm -hmm. So it can lead you to recognizing it's huge misunderstanding through understanding. So you understand that everything was misunderstood and there you go, that's as far as you can go with understanding, yeah? You don't need to replace it with a new understanding. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah. So traveling lighter has a lot to do with tra- traveling lighter. You don't, ha- you're not really, you're not carrying around an es- esoteric understanding. If, it's, if it doesn't gain traction in day-to-day life, it's not really important, yeah? So you're basically, when you're seeing or being aware of the head, you have a recognition it's not you. You don't have to respond to it as not you. There's already a pre-recognition. Oh, not you. That's, yeah?
4: That's fascinating, yeah.
0: Yeah, so it's it reinforces what you are in a sense here, the, 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 the influence of what you are here by seeing what you're not here.
4: I can see why you would say that. Yeah, that's traveling light.
0: Yes. So existence uh, is seen not at not hidden by that which it's existing through. Let's say. Yeah. So you're not taking the hose to be the water. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Oh, thanks, Paul. Thanks.
0: Yeah, it works. feisty now.
6: Right. <laughs>
0: Sometimes, really, I'd love to.
2: But uh, I, can a little bit of it. No, i just starting. And the thing that he emphasizes: there's a lot of stuff is know what you are not. Yes, and, and, and if you really know yourself, what you're not, and that's that's
0: it. Well, that's it. That's that's us. Yeah. Thank you. You got it in the you want to say it out say it a little louder, honey, please, just then. What you just said.
2: Oh,
0: All right. <laughs> so Karen just said that she's been reading Nizigadata. And what we, what she's getting out of Nizigada is to to learn what you're not. And in learning what you're not, that's what you are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: That's on the need to know. So well, like,
0: this is what we, this is the peg we hang our hat on. <laughs> this, is, I hope, is cl- catching this. I hope this is close to what you just said. That's the yeah. uh, That's the attempt, anyway. Yeah. But there are other things in there
2: that are confusing, like say all these ideas that don't, they just don't work out. Yes. He's talking about time and causality. And then I get all confused. Yes. But
0: stick. Just stick with the stick with the simple yeah. because that's the that's gonna be the the tread on your tires, so to speak. The other stuff can be seen as mental candy sometimes, because uh, first of all, the idea of reincarnation is based that there is incarnation, which I don't believe. So I don't get interested in reincarnation because I don't believe there's incarnation. I don't believe there's a someone here that's going to be another someone later I <laughs> just don't so yeah so, uh, yeah
2: uh, that's three
0: well yeah here yes yes, yes. yeah that's a pretty good yeah well this is also duality so every action has a reaction yeah yeah so almost everything has an opposite so you up, down, yes, no, high, low, yes, it's all this or that. Well, this is what the message negates, is the emphasis on the twoness. So we're just saying not two, and that's where it ends. It doesn't say then you enter the glorious path of oneness. No, it's just not two. Because you are, in this humble assumption, you are right now what we're looking for. Yeah? You are what you're looking for right now. That's the assumption. So the assumption here is the reason why there's no arriving, because you never left. The assumption is that you are what you're looking for right now without any requirements necessary for that to be so, except the ones you believe in, in the head. Yeah, And this is what happens. All the requirements have no power other than the belief we have in them. And then they drop. Yes, some people arrive at the realization they don't have to do something by doing it a lot. So they do it a lot. It doesn't work. They get a whack. And in that that failure, there's a success. So wait a minute. Instead of blaming themselves for not doing it better or not enough, they come to the conclusion, why I can't get out is because I'm not in, which is a very novel way of looking at it. Because most people believe they're in something and they want another method to get out of it, which means get out of there faster and stay out of it longer. Yes. In this case, there's the, we're not going there. We're just saying, are you in it? If you're not in it, then that drive to get out of it gets you lose interest in, obviously. And that's the end of spiritual seeking. Literally. Yeah, because spiritual seeking would be nullified by spiritual found yeah and if found because it was never not here it doesn't matter how found it is the found negates the looking for it yes I do not keep looking for my keys after I find them I don't I may switch to the phone but then I find the phone I don't keep looking for the phone after I found the phone yeah so so if I'm already found it's going to, what's going to take the big hit is the seeking for it, obviously. <laughs> it's just pure, it's like kindergarten logic. Yeah. 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 If you point to the kids crying his eyes out, and if you point that they have their blankie, then they stop. Yeah. You just had to point out, oh, the blankie is right here. Oh, see, they assume it wasn't there. You would you don't have a vested interest in that. You go, no, it's right there. And then after you get to oh, yeah. It's not like you found it. It was it was always there. It's the old story about the guy sitting there at the uh, front of the, you know, at the gates of the city. And he's a pauper. And he's been there for years begging for money. And everyone's either goes by them or gives them something. And one person says, hey, listen, you got a tons of gold in your pocket. And the guy gets a little afraid. He's why wow, jokes and he's afraid, but he can't wait to go home and to look. And he goes home and he finds he had money all along. He's always had the money. So he just needed someone to point it out to him. Yeah, it wasn't like the guy poured gold in there. He just was there always, always just to say, just put your hand in your pocket. You, you got tons of gold. <laughs> now, maybe he's a, there's an identity as being a pauper. So he keeps paupering, who knows? Because the head will do what it's going to do. You think things will end if it got its way? They don't. They just, just fucking paints another tail on the horse. You know what I mean? Some legs on the snake and shit. <laughs> i me of that. whirling leper in uh, Light of Brian. I don't know. Remember that? Yeah,
2: Jesus, you know, Jesus leper
0: that. But... He used to get a lot of
2: money for being on a group. Oh, yeah. And he goes, I'm Brian, and he's like, he's <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's your business, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's
0: right, yeah. yeah. I can tell you what Did you have that a question? On. On. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, as I understand non-dualism, it's like <laughs> using words like we or you doesn't make sense because I think we all come from the same consciousness, right? Well, we don't come from it, no. Or, yeah. There's none, nothing has come out of it. These are, we're appearances. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that which we're appearing in hasn't gone anywhere. So this is an appearance in something. It's not, uh, it hasn't separated itself from something. Yeah. We're not a thing that, you know, spit out another thing. Yeah. So, yeah. and the idea of we and you that's the language you know if you get stuck there it's like uh non-dual pharisees yeah you know the letter of the law but you miss the spirit it's sloppy so you just lose interest in the language not i remember when i first started doing this people were setting out on a course to make a new language without i me we you and i said well good luck (laughs) i just rather take it lightly (laughs) it's just too too much to work on don't you think i don't seem like crazy so yeah just like we have in AA, people are afraid to say i'm an alcoholic because they feel like it verifies there's something that they're not and it's a valid thing but if you're wearing it loosely you know i'm a fucking you know caterpillar it doesn't matter yeah you know what i mean when i say i'm a caterpillar i'm not in the i'm not in the threat of taking myself to be a caterpillar so things like that get like that you know i'm an alcoholic it doesn't mean anything you know what i mean yeah so that's how i see it The we and i uh invariably you're going to use it hopefully something uh where you're saying something from will override how you're saying it because, uh, well, first of all, in my experience with talks, it's only, it's all spontaneity. There's nothing written. It's not like I have a speech and I've, I have I have a speech writer that takes all the eyes and the knees out of it. Just, you know what I mean? I just show up here after what I was doing before. <laughs> And I sit here and shit happens, yeah? And people have their own experiences with it and it's none of my business, but I'm not a stickler with uh, the letter of the law, no. It scared Mm -hmm. me. First time I gave a, long, long time ago, I gave a talk at a, with a, there was a place, there was a site called Urban Guru Cafe, yeah? And it was set, it was in Australia, and they wanted to speak to 100 people that were on this topic, and then they were going to end. And so one of the, there was two people, the lady got in touch with me, asked me to speak for them. It just was coming out of the recovery and starting to talk to other groups. And so I went on there, did a talk, and then I went to their site, and they had other people that talk, and I would look at commentary, and it was like non dual du- dueling going on. You said I, ah, you're disqualified. Me, I go whoa. <laughs> I said oh, they're gonna love me. <laughs> I'm fuck you, or whatever. Like it was like wow, it was wild, and I just got a hit. You know, I don't. Uh, I think you can miss the forest from the trees.
3: So, do, you, do you ever stop talking? Oh.
0: Uh,
1: That's okay. I'll, I'll just mute David, him.
0: David. <laughs> David, I want to send you to someone else that you can listen to. All right? He's go muted. on your website. Go on and, and punch in David Page and see if they he has any interesting things to say. He, he's muted. Do you want me to unmute
1: him or I'm going to leave him muted? I'll
0: just mute him. Yeah. yeah. I'm not tired
6: of it, yeah. Sorry, can I just um check that David's all right though cuz you look like you've had a fall and I wonder if you're feeling okay David? I just wanted to reach out there f- about that.
0: Yeah, speak with him. Yes, it's fine.
6: You look like you've had a fall and I just want I just want to check you're okay, that's all before. Wow. That's all right.
0: But, well, now, you you do can...
5: that but chat, now he's I... muted. <laughs>
1: yeah and also you would be welcome to chat too and stay afterwards so that's that's the kind of thing that I was trying to indicate that as far as not being familiar with our meeting, what else can we do but invite him to chat afterwards to stay afterwards to talk with other people that interrupting in person wouldn't really work either at the live zoom, and it's even more difficult on the zoom format so if yeah. he if he's okay with that, he's certainly welcome to stay afterwards and to chat the chat box yeah.
0: We're all worthy of being interrupted. Yes. Yeah, but uh, enough's enough. There is something going on here. Some people may like it. And if someone comes in and doesn't like it, and wants to sort of dominate the situation, I think he should go to his own website, check it out. Yeah. All right. All right. Anyone else?
1: Uh, Mike did have his hand up. I don't, but he put it down. So. What is it I, I was just had a quick thing, um, it was, in passing you were talking about traveling lighter <clears throat> and um, I realized that at that moment it passed but that it, the, one of the symptoms for me of traveling lighter is being less and less concerned with any particular outcome. I mean to yeah. me every outcome is getting to be more the same than different. And uh, yeah. it, it feels absolutely liberating, and, uh, and you and so there was that thing. And then you, and there's one other thing that you said um, about uh, from the Course in Miracles about you know I'm not upset for the reason I think.
0: Yeah, you're never upset for the reason you think. Okay.
1: Yeah, and but and there's a guy there was a teacher and I can't his mind isn't his, his name isn't coming to mind right now, but he said he, the whole course could be boiled down into two lessons. Um, well three, one. Three, one, one was uh, I give everything I see any meaning that it has It doesn't have any meaning unless I give it to it that's one That then the one you said which is um, I'm never upset for the reason I think and the other one was I could see peace instead of this and not that I do see peace instead of this, not that I'm an asshole if I don't, not that it's a problem if I don't, but I could and that's what you were saying earlier is that uh, it, 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 you don't have to see the. You don't have to, I don't have to feel the peace. I just have to know that it's available.
0: Yes, so you can see this and be at peace.
1: Yes, at
0: whatever. the same time. Yeah. Whatever it is, up. those two are yeah. independent. Those you two are independent. One or the other. Yeah. Because right. of this, I can't be at peace. No. Right. Nothing because of anything. There's this thing, and you're at peace, right. and then to sleep. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, this is what happened with me obviously in recovery. When I went into recovery, my head was either or black or white. And then things became more inclusive. I could do this and this. In other words, I could work, I could surf in the morning and work in the afternoon. Before it would be I either surf or work. No, I can do one and go to the job later. Yes. So things that were just either this or that, you know, or the highway became more inclusive. And this is what happens, like you just said. You find uh, many events of liberation, like liberation from outcomes, you know, you're not in the outcome business anymore. There's a lot of stuff and it just goes, it's almost as if you were playing the role of a wheel shaped as a square. And now the square is being reshaped to be the wheel, yes? so you have distinct memories of what it was like to be living as a wheel shaped as a square. <laughs> it just wasn't flowing. And now it's been, you're more wheel-like, yes? Yes, it's great in a lot of ways. Yeah? But don't wait for the head to, uh, to uh, sit in that reverence because it doesn't. It just wants to see the next thing to squawk about, yeah? Yes. So you're just... But there's a life going on unsuspected to the head now. So you're living while it's narrating. You're actually in the the act of living finally. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's cool. Thank you, Mike, it's been nice to see you and see what's happening with you. Yeah. It's, I, nice, it's, I,
1: nice, I, to, it's nice,
0: nice to have those experiences. I can tell. Yeah, there's great relief not to have to, not to have to look for something, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, you not to,
1: to be tied what? to an outcome, not to have my happiness tied to any outcome.
0: Yes, yeah, so, oh, yes, yeah, yeah. Well, thanks. Anyone else or are we gonna take off? Yeah, all right. Yeah, no, Gio's got his hand up.
5: Who? Oh, I just wanted to say something really fast, quick.
0: Oh, who's oh, of, Gio? Yes.
5: One of the most important, most relevant things that I have come to realize, and it has to do with traveling lighter, is that when it comes to understanding the nature of things, the nature of what I am, there is no way to understand. It. Yes. No matter what you do, it's it's impossible to understand. It's not a matter of understanding. There is nothing to do with understanding it's right and i think this had come to me through traveling lighter
0: you know what Gio i just want to say something with me i feel on some level you understand completely what can understand is what already is saddled with an understanding which is the head yeah but i believe there's aspects of us unsuspected from the head's perch that can understand quite easily and does understand and has, lives from a being convinced. It's just the head that's impossible to sway, so to speak. And this is what I feel, recognizing the head is not you, a sufficient amount of interest leaves the head. And that brings light to the unsuspecting other resources. You're not looking for them from the head anymore. You've seen the head as it's failed. Yeah, it's limited. It's a program and it has a limitation. It's not AI. It's not growing in understanding. It's stuck under programming. And one of them, we suffered from a lot in recovery, which is self cannot get out of self. So no matter how you convince the person that's fucked, that they're fucked, their head doesn't think so. And so you cannot wait for the head to change. You have to realize something underneath it all that you're fucked on the surface. Yeah. And I believe, I truly believe you are that nature your head cannot understand. And that nature, being that nature, does send out a scent or a perfume of knowing. It does. It may not be like what we call an understanding, but it is very well understanding shit.
5: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. I'm saying that the movement of the head, the yes and no, the right and wrong, and how it is and how does it work and how shall I work it out? How shall I understand? It's crazy.
0: Yes. It's crazy. Yes, it's it's the uh, meanderings of a failed system.
5: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, you can, you know, there'll be a moment, many moments that you'll hear it, but will never listen to it, it's great. Yeah,
5: Because My life,
0: the, it does not follow the GPS of the head.
5: Yeah, yeah, because the understanding that you are talking about. <laughs> in no
0: fucking way.
5: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I had many years of that, driving the, into a ditch. Yes. The
5: clarity, <laughs> the understanding that you are referring to. The clarity and the understanding that you are referring to is not from time. It no. is not it's not it's not based on, on, on time and space. It's it's something completely different. And the and the mind it's unable to to grasp such a it's completely out of its reach. Yeah.
0: Yes. That's the understanding that's necessary.
5: Right, right. A
0: lot of things are completely out of its reach, yes. That's what a failed system t- can finally show you, it's failed. So, yeah.
5: Yeah, thank you. Then
0: the reliance goes somewhere else, and you'll see the effects of the reliance by what it's put in. You have reliance on the head, you're going to have probably a lot of mental anxiety. And you're, de- you're going to be constantly moving from there and then, yeah, in that head realm. If it drops somewhere else, yeah you'll have different effects, yes? That reliability will bring an ease and comfort to your Saturday, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if you get too comfortable and easy, somebody will be thrown in that will disturb you. That's just how it goes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right, oh, well, listen, to I'm gonna say, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna start saying goodbye, we gotta get going. So Gio, thank you as always, yes, yes everyone else. David Page, thank you for coming. And then, uh, I hope you find what you're looking for. Seriously.
3: Uh, Jules, I'll, see, I'll see you next time. Oh,
0: I great. Yes. Thank us. you. Okay. Jonathan Love. Yes. Nice position to receive the message, Jonathan. Yeah, it's good. Uh, we got Miak. She's somewhere in Adelaide, I think. Australia. Here everyone. All the friends are here. Sherry and Holly. Oh, oh
1: wow. Wow. Hello.
0: Oh, beautiful. Thank Everybody. you. Yeah. Hello. She's, uh we got Kathleen, Michael Clock, Dennis W. Kenneth, Terry, uh, and S. Camarillo. Jeffrey, thank you, Jeffrey, for today. Chris B, Chris H, John S. Mike C. Oh, Mike C, nice to see you, bro. Yeah, John K. He's a founding member of the Zoom Zen Bit Slap, John C. John K., as always, thank you. Roman, Mueller. Amelia and everyone says good hello. Vlad, oh, there's Vlad. Yeah. Vlad was here for two weeks. Vlad, Hi, Paul. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Andre. Nice to see you Andre. Sunshine, cloudy day. Lynn. Oh, Lynn D. She's geared up for the warmth there. Alan O. as always. Christine, Paula, Andre. Let me go to the next page. Where's Amelia? Grateful Dave. We got uh, PRSPE. Chris Crisby. Yeah, I got it close. Whatever. Mike. <laughs> Axel. Wow, nice wave Axel. I think Anu is still in India. Uh, Brian in Minneapolis. Brian, nice to see you, bro. Esther. Oh, as always, Zoe in Japan. Zoe Banks. Thank you for showing up. Zoe. Thank you
2: for being here.
0: (laughs) Oh, no problem. It's a pleasure.